Today, Lynn and I talk about the importance of following our dreams despite what our parents may think. I just wanted to emphasize before we get into the episode how thankful we both are for seriously having such wonderful and supportive parents. This episode more just explores finding those people who share the same excitement as us to talk to our dreams about, and sometimes our parents just simply aren't those people, and that's completely okay. And truly, our parents just have the best intentions, but at the end of the day, we need to listen to ourselves, and it's so important to follow our dreams despite what they may think, especially because listening to them is something we've grown up doing, so it's hard to break that habit and really look inward when it comes to our dreams. So if you resonate with this episode in any way, please let me know. I hope you enjoy, and make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, rate, and review it as well. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Human to Human, the podcast. I'm here with Lina today. <laughs> I was going to actually, this just made me think about it. I'm like, her name is Lina, L-I-N-A, not Lina. Lina. <laughs> because so many people say Lina, and I'm like, no, 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 Lina. <laughs> yep, exactly. Lina. Um, Lina and I went to high school together, but we also reconnected because we both go to Ryerson University, and we ran into each other at Panera right outside Ryerson, right at like Young and Dundas. <laughs> <laughs> we're like let's get lunch let's yeah. catch up and then we ended up talking for like an hour i yeah. swear yeah. so since then we've hung out we have a lot of mutual friends and it's so fun to just chat and we were just talking today before we started the podcast and we were like we keep going off on like 600 different tangents on all these different topics but it's so fun i know i know it's so good just like spitting ideas out and topics and just talking about everything yeah oh my god it's that connection that connection okay do you want to say what you go to Ryerson for okay, give a yeah. intro what you're interested okay. in um so my name's Lina and <laughs> I go to Ryerson University as just said and I'm studying I'm currently studying business my major right now is entrepreneurship and my minor is going to be retail management and marketing as well um why retail management I have a strong passion for fashion and also just the arts in general I find myself very creative um so I definitely want to do something in that field related obviously integrated with business is my goal um yeah I don't know uh that's a little bit about myself um as Jess said we both went to a topical school of the arts the art school and oh my god I love doing this with you <laughs> currently in business and yeah <laughs> I feel like because when we went to art school together, you just like were so good at introing yourself. Like I would just because I'm like, used to it. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do actually another podcast episode all about art schools and what it was like to go to an arts high school. And I think there's so many characteristics that we really find similar in each other. But stay tuned. Yes, that will sure. be the episode coming out after this. But today we're gonna chat more about. I think dreams and ambitions and also the thing that we really got going about today, which I was like, okay, this just has to be on the podcast, is just about our parents and how a lot of times we'll have these big dreams or these big ideas to do these really fun things and our parents just won't understand. Yeah. And that's okay because we're not going to evolve as a generation and do the things we really care about if our parents don't get it. And so Lena was telling us or telling, telling us, she's about to tell us a great example of her cousin. If you want to dive into that or. or Yeah, no, for sure. So, um, I was just kind of telling Jess a little bit about my cousin's journey. Um, she's, um, she's a little bit older than us now but it was just kind of like her journey going to university and how her parents kind of told her like you're gonna go to university I'm sorry but we can't really support you financially 
um, you're kind of on your own kind of thing. So she jumped into university, obviously had um, some, got some OSAP, but she um, had a part-time job and she worked during her, um, she was in kinesiology at York, which is a very hard program. You have to work very hard. Um, and, but she also had a part-time job surveying and she worked like three to four times a week. Um, she was always working there to get money, um, in order to pay for school for herself. She lived, um, in Toronto with her roommates, um, so she had to pay for rent herself. She had to get enough money, obviously, just to enjoy herself as well. So, you know, going out, being with friends. Um, she was on a varsity track and field team. So she was constantly busy. But she, anyway, she told me, she tells me all the time. She's like, if I listened to what my parents told me, I wouldn't be as successful as I am right now. Her parents pushed her out there and she had to go through her four like five years of university by herself being so independent being financially stable for herself and just I don't know experiencing everything alone going through her experiences alone and if she she I don't know she just always tells me um, if my parents didn't push me out there, then I wouldn't have experienced all of that. I think she is such a huge example in your life and hearing the story, I see why, and I feel it too, of, yeah. you know, you can't always listen to the path your parents think you should go down or the path that, you know, like they're just the opinions they have. They're always going to have assumptions yeah. or ideas because obviously they're humans. Like yeah. All and she was a competitive figure skater for many, many years. And her parents pushed that on her so hard. And it was, it was mentally draining. And honestly, for a while, she thought that she was going to be a competitive figure skater. Like that's mm -hmm. where she thought she was going to go. Mm -hmm. um, and, I th and her mom is also a figure skating coach. And she was my figure skating coach as well. And she, you know, she's, um, they're European, they're Lithuanian, mm -hmm. and they're a little more strict and kind of stuck on their old traditions and mm -hmm. ways. And so they were like, her mom really wanted her to pursue skating and, you know, go to the Olympics and go far. And wow. so again, like her parents weren't a huge supporter when she was in university, but the fact that she literally woke up at 5 a.m. every day and, you know, would, um, do her homework at 5 a.m. to like 7 a.m. and then go to her um, and train for the varsity track team for the for a couple hours in the morning and then you know maybe go to some lectures during the day and then literally work all night like she was constantly busy but because she worked that hard that is why she is so successful now mm -hmm. and she's still stuck on the she's still learning and sorry, she's still stuck on those habits where she literally still wakes up at 5 a.m. And she's, she tells me every day, she's like, I don't come home until like nine o'clock at night. And I literally maybe eat something and go straight to bed. And my, my day starts up again. Like, but she loves that. She loves pushing herself like that. And just, I don't know. Um, so that she's a huge role model in my life and she mm -hmm. motivates me every day. And I feel like, you know, I need to kind of be put out of my comfort zone from and like right now I'm um because of COVID and everything I'm living at my parents house currently and you know there are those moments where I'm like oh, I just I need to leave like yeah <laughs> there's just those moments where like 
they'll tell me what to do. And I'm like, okay, like, I know what I have to do. I, yeah. I know what I want to do. Like yeah. I lived, I lived by myself for like a good two years. Like just because I'm living at home right now, like doesn't mean I'm, you know, I, I, I understand I'm living under your roof again, but you know, I know how to be independent and for myself and take care of myself. That's the craziest thing is I think like I'm, I love that we're both experiencing that transition at the same yeah. time of like, you know, having moved out and lived on our own, lived downtown Toronto and experienced that. We lived in the same first year residence also. Yes. Lynn is a great year older than I am, but lived there and then I did um, yeah. the year after. But it's crazy to come home and just, it's not like, even like, you know, our parents do want always what's best for us and they want to give us their input and like, you know, my parents aren't strict and they, they let me do my thing. But it's just the lack of independence that's like surrounded by that. And like even as I was making the decision to like go to Vancouver at the end of the month and spend like four months there away from my family by myself working for a startup company, they yeah. were like, this is insane. Yeah. They were like, we, we just don't understand. And like, I would get so excited, like chatting with my cousin, like on Zoom about it. And then I'd go out and like talk to my parents and they'd be like, okay or like they'd have all these they, yeah. they would bring up really helpful questions that I needed to consider but it's just like they just didn't feel the same excitement and joy for it that I did exactly I, I know what you mean and it was so. like discouraging but like just such a big thing is that like we can't you know always feel like we need to do what our parents think we should yeah. do we can't seek their approval all the time because who are we gonna be yeah exactly and it it's your life like love yourself more. Yeah. <laughs> you are the person like it's your life. You you are taking care of yourself yeah. until you die. Like you need to do things for your future. You can't if you listen to everyone around you, especially your parents, like I'm sorry, and again, like my parents are super supportive too, but mm -hmm. if I listen to everything that they tell me then I don't know I wouldn't I wouldn't even be where I am right now just with um where like I constantly like I know I'm only 20 years old but I constantly went out and I like I since I was 15 years old I was like okay I want a job and I just go and I get an interview okay I'm, I'm I don't like this anymore okay I'm gonna quit mm -hmm. okay I find another job I go there for an interview and I'm like just constantly doing things for myself just, uh, and my parents don't have anything to say about that like I remember there was a point where they're like why are you working so much you're literally like what 17 years old and like now I'm 20 and I'm in university and they're like why are you working yourself so hard and I'm like because I want to like mm -hmm. And like your Gita said, she was, sorry, your Gita's my cousin. She's, was always telling me like, you, like, you need to be constantly busy and you need to oh. do, like, that's why she woke up at 5 a.m. Yeah. And, and like, if that's how you're, you're going to succeed, if you're mm. like, and, and of, of course, like be busy with things you love. You care and about, what, yeah. yeah. And that even makes me think about how important it is for me to have a bit of time by myself in silence to be able to redirect okay what do I want to be busy with yeah right exactly. rather than yeah. just filling it with things that I think other people should yeah people exactly do. I know and like honestly a big like a big thing with like fashion right now and like I've, I have lots of goals for myself um I haven't exactly started like I was telling Jess I want to start my own fashion page and everything but you know I've been this is kind of funny but um I currently work for Aritzia and during COVID and everything we were like content creators mm. and so I made this whole idea like somehow we had to get sales and I was like okay how can I be creative about this 
and make sales through my friends and just through people I know, mutual friends, um, in a creative way. So I took the initiative and I started making these style boards for people who, you know, would reach out to me and would want them. And I would make like, I don't know, six or seven different style boards based on their aesthetic, based on their personality and what kind of, what, um, they're looking for on special occasions and and then also I would make like TikTok fashion <laughs> videos and yeah. I remember my parents are like I, I would be up in my up in my room like throwing clothes out of my <laughs> closet like every there's stuff everywhere all over the floor and like I'm running up and down the stairs like getting different shoes and like <laughs> my parents are like why are you making these videos like what like what why are you doing this like they're not paying you for this and yeah. I'm like because I love it and and you know like I'm getting lots of views on it and people seem to like what I'm making and yeah. because I want to do it and they're just like well like what's fashion gonna do for you like where's mm. what's where, where what are you gonna do with that and I'm like well right now I'm just having a good time with it yeah. and you know I can grow this and make my own personal brand out of this and maybe one day it'll become something. Oh my gosh, I love that so much and I I agree. Like I oh like it's funny because I can't even like speak to the reaction because my mom knows about the podcast and I'm excited yeah. I'm going to have my mom on the podcast. Oh, amazing. <laughs> um but I don't talk to my dad or my brother about it. I have not. I don't think I like have moments where I'm like have I said anything to them about it? I don't think yeah. I've had one conversation with them about it. And mm -hmm. it's just because I just it's bad to like assume their reaction, but I feel like they'll be like what's the point? What are you even talking about? What's the purpose? And like I'm scared of like I don't know, the, the rejection or like them invalidating what I feel about it and how I'm so passionate about it. Um, but it's yeah. okay to like create little exciting things or like big things that can turn into huge things and not always have to share that stuff with your parents or with people that might not support you. Exactly. It's so fun to talk to you and to talk to other friends who get so excited about, you know, creating a mm -hmm. fashion page, creating a podcast, doing these things like surrounding yourself. And this is what we also really got into before yeah. is surrounding yourself by people who are so ambitious and motivated and inspiring and excited is how we're going to go so far with our dreams. Yeah. And like, I want to keep talking to you about all your ideas of what to build because without chatting about it, it's hard to build it and it's hard to get the courage. And I was literally able to create this podcast because every friend I told about it, they were like, that's amazing. I want to yes. be on it. I want you to do it. And because of that support, I was able to like go for it. And sometimes people, a lot of the times people our age will understand it more than our parents' generation. And that's oh, okay. I feel like, especially like my parents are, you know, they're Lithuanian. They lived in Europe their entire lives. Um, they moved to Canada. And I feel like it's kind of like their traditional way was you need to get a nine to five job. You need yeah. to work for a corporation. Like you need to have a stable job that has insurance and whatever. But it's like, well, I'm literally studying entrepreneurship in university right now and I know a lot of people are like oh why are you studying entrepreneurship you just want to be if you want to make your own business and I'm like because I love it and I'm gaining so much knowledge from it mm -hmm. and just even the classes are so much more eye-opening and more creative and so much more me and I just yeah. I love being and sitting in that class whereas like you know my parents are kind of like well 
like why not do like accounting or finance or something that's more business so you can like get an actual job and mm. you know but but they yeah. definitely this was more first year them talking now that I'm going to my third year they're a lot more supportive and everything mm-hmm. but but yeah definitely also I was about the friends thing my cousin told me this and I live by this every day you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. Ooh, I love the average because yeah. I've I've heard you become the five people you surround yourself okay. with. But I like no. the average. Well, same yeah. thing, right? Yeah, basically same thing. But that's just so interesting because I had a very interesting experience in my second year when I moved into a house with three other girls. And God bless them. <laughs> but... I was at my lowest point of my life when I lived there. And that that like that saying really hits me now and I realize why I was, you know, kind of in like a depressed state and I wasn't I wasn't myself. I fully mm-hmm. was not myself because you know, the people I surrounded myself with then, you know, they didn't have they were, they were fake girls, if I'm being completely <laughs> honest. Like, they, again, they didn't have much ambition, uh, mm-hmm. ambitions or goals or um, dreams. And they, they, were, they were just kind of rude. They just, they, they were, they just gossiped and, and, pretty, and they were fake. Mm-hmm. And they really cared about their image and what other people thought of them. Tension pleasers. And, you know, it was just a lot. And I feel like I didn't feel supportive, mm. supported in that point in my life. And I was just kind of like, I feel like I have no one right now. Like, I feel like I'm with these girls and I'm surrounded by many people, mm-hmm. but I just don't feel loved and I don't feel supported. Like, That's I don't, so hard. you know, and, and I, like feeling more lonely, even though there's a lot, a of, people lot of people. Around. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people say that. And it's just like, I, I, sorry, I think about that saying and I'm like, that's why I went through all that, that shit in, in, in my second year. And like, as soon as I moved out, I found myself again and I, I'm just, I don't know, just feel so much happier and I'm surrounding myself with more people like, like us and Mm -hmm. like my cousin and people who actually have these goals and dreams and who are going to support you and your, um, you know, and your goals and everything mm-hmm. you you want to succeed in. And, mm-hmm. and it's really nice. I love that. It's crazy because I think sometimes we do have to go through those really like low, low points, points and being surrounded by people who aren't our people. And it's okay. I think it's a tough thing to grasp is that, you know, some people you're surrounded by just aren't meant to be your friends forever or meant to be around yeah. you forever. And it's hard to accept that. But Having those lows makes you experience the joy of the highs and appreciate the friendships you do have. Nadine and I talked about that in a podcast episode about just like friendship breakups. And when you go through like losing a friend, it just makes you really appreciate who's there for you and who supports you so much. 100%. I know. And I I think about that a lot. I've thought about that recently um, after uh, experiencing that friendship I had with those girls and living with them. And Mm -hmm. I'm like... I'm putting in so much effort, but I'm not getting anything back. So what, what's the point? What's the point? Literally. And and you're right. Like you go, you go through those experiences for a reason. And I feel like now that I went through that, I'll know for the future and, and, 
you know, keep, they say, keep your circle really small, really tight. And I really believe that. Like my, I have three other best friends from high school and they are the only ones I really like go to and talk to. Mm -hmm. And then I have, I have you, Mm -hmm. which I'm so happy that I found. (laughs) And then I have my cousin and like, that's all I need. Like literally those people are all I need right now. It's and so funny. This even made me think of when we um, FaceTime during quarantine. When oh, quarantine yes. was still really bad. And now we were like, okay, we have to hang out. And it's yes. just like those friendships where you don't try and it just happens and you just connect yeah. are ones that like are just so irreplaceable. They're yeah. so meaningful. They, and I think like that's the same thing for me. I went through like losing some friends that I didn't want. I didn't think I wanted to lose at the time. But once I got space from the situation, I was like, oh my gosh, like these people complained all the time. They like hated like being in school. They hated their job or whatever. They hated all these things. And I'm like, it's just so much more uplifting to be around people who have these big dreams and big goals and like this, these ambitions. It feels surreal lately. Like having these conversations, I know it feels like it's not real. And it's, and the positivity too. Like I've been surrounded by a lot of people who are super negative and it just like that energy energy attracts energy and I just right away I feel so negative and I'm like this is not who I am yeah and every time we hang out and I leave oh like whatever where we're hanging out I feel so good like I literally feel so happy and I come home and I'm like oh my god I had the best time with Jess like it's so nice and just because like of the like we like you said the conversations that we have and everything like I don't know just makes me feel so good. It makes me feel so good too. And it makes me so happy to create a podcast and to have the platform to do this because even when I've had these experiences and I'm having, it's crazy to say I'm having it currently, like I'm in it right now, is to be like, oh my God, like making this podcast also like gives me a push to intentionally create such fucking meaningful conversations with friends yeah and then I'll never forget them and they're just so impactful yeah and then now you'll always have them and you can look back on them and when you're older you can be like oh my god yeah Yeah. this is my friend (laughs) yeah and another thing I was thinking about is I'm minoring in entrepreneurship so Lynn and I have taken some of the same classes yeah and being taught you know entrepreneurship like I remember in my most recent class I learned so much about you know you have to have determination and grit and you just go for it and you push and you push and you can teach that in a class but you got to take it out into the real world and just do it do it and the biggest part of studying entrepreneurship is actually being able to put it into place in your own life yeah and not listening to the people who doubt you and listening to the people who support you is the way to do it 100% couldn't agree more and like like the only way you're gonna get where you want to go is if you like work hard at it Mm -hmm. and like you said like you implement all the knowledge that you gain from school or from life or wherever and Mm -hmm. you you just you do it like you you just do it and I I was gonna say something like do it head head first or just run with it yeah and always not doubt yourself yeah and take risks yeah take risks I feel like I haven't taken many risks recently oh I don't know if that's because of quarantine quarantine, and everything yeah yeah. but um, I feel like you're about to yeah exactly like I feel like there's just moments in your life where you're just like a light goes on and you're like oh my god and you can't I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like I know what I want to do and then you just get this like high off of it you're like oh my god I want to do this and I don't want to stop yeah yeah and And that's why I like have to like 
I, I actually try not to, I don't know if this is like a good or bad way to go about it, but I try not to put too much of that high out there in front of my parents because I know yes. they won't respond with the same oh high God. that I have. Exactly. I literally feel the same <laughs> way. I know a lot of the time, I, I know a lot of the time, for example, I have this idea, which obviously I'm not going to say, but I was telling Jess earlier about, about a potential business idea and I haven't told my parents. Wow. I haven't told them just because I like at the same time, I want to keep it to myself. I've told a few people around me who I know who are going to give me, you know, (laughs) who are going to give me real good advice about my idea and not be biased against it, you know, and I feel like my parents could be a little bit biased against Mm -hmm. it. Um, but I just don't, like you said, like, I don't want that feeling that I have to go away. And I feel like sometimes, like, even if your parents don't mean it, sometimes they do say something that hurts and, or you can take it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And it just like makes you feel, it makes you feel crappier. And I don't know. And like, I was actually talking to my boyfriend about this. Um, this is kind of a little bit off topic, but about parents, like, um, for example, when my mom tells me she's like, go work out, go run, like go do something, go go for a run, like go downstairs and do an ab workout. And I'm like, why like why are you telling me this? Like you you telling me to go do that those things, I'm not I don't want to do anymore. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever ever <laughs> no, feel I've that totally way. Experienced and that. it's yeah. just I was talking to my boyfriend about it and I'm like, I, I really enjoy working out and I work out quite often, especially that my family and my um, cousins are very um, outgoing and athletic. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, you know, I'm just in that, I'm put in that environment where people are surrounded, uh, the people surrounded around, oh my God. Surrounding you? Yeah, yeah. the people surrounding me yeah. are very much so like that. Yeah. And so I don't understand, like I'm doing it for myself and I want to do it and I love doing it. But yet when my mom like, pushes it on me maybe just because she doesn't see it mm-hmm. it just makes me feel like shittier about myself and I'm like okay well like yeah I already do that and I love doing it but just because you said that makes me want to not do it yeah. I don't know does that make sense no, it but- makes so much sense that's exactly how I feel too and it, that just made me think about how like we're in a transition stage. We're in such a huge transition stage yeah. with our parents, with ourselves, that like we're adults, but we're not totally adults because yeah. we still depend on them for things and we still yes. like will live at home. Like, you know, we'll, we'll go back and forth between that. And so it's like this weird trying to navigate like them probably easing up on the control and us trying to like deal with it and then listen yeah. to ourselves. And that's why I'm so glad we're sitting here chatting about it because it's just so important. Um, I hope other people can take away from this too, that just listen to yourself, listen to yourself listen and the, to people, your heart. Yeah. the people that make you excited, listen to, you know, the things that, you know, they yeah. have to say and, and, and go for it. Hundred percent, and like I literally want to get this tattooed on myself. But I just love the saying, like, "Love yourself more." Like, love you it, need yeah. you you need to be the person that you love the most. Like, you need to do things for yourself. Like, don't do things to satisfy your parents. Don't do things to satisfy your friends. Like, I didn't feel like myself when I lived with those girls because I felt like I was just doing things to to satisfy them or like 
I just felt constantly judged. And it's mm-hmm. like, I think I really realized like, who cares? Yeah. Love yourself more, do things for yourself because you need it. I love it. Oh, I feel like that's such a good note to end it on. Yes. This even made me think about you saying love yourself more, <laughs> made me think about Rachel Hollis and how we oh, yeah. bonded over her. Oh, yeah. One of the first things we really chatted about was her and I know and she has gosh. her sayings and I just that one that's like a Lina. That's like your version of like Rachel Hollis having her yeah. saying that's like your Lina version. <laughs> I know, literally. Uh, thank so you funny. so much for okay, being I'm here. So happy. Oh my god, this is amazing. So good. <laughs> um, oh, and you guys can also follow me on my main account, which is Lina Botirius. So you can t- keep uh, that I'll as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so follow her on Instagram <laughs> and stay wow. tuned because she'll be in another one. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. Phew. Disclaimer, we wanted to make sure it was known that we love our parents so much. Yeah, we're not hating on them. We actually really love them. And we appreciate all their support. I think this is something everybody goes through. Yes. So just wanted to vocalize that. But mom and dad, you're the best. <laughs>